When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls. I'm Alex. And I'm Sarah. And this is a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast where we are obsessed with her books and can't stop thinking about them or talking about them. So we figured why not record us thinking and talking about it. We're going to break down chapters, go through each book separately, go into character analysis and any thoughts or kind of theories that we have about books, characters, plots, etc. And maybe play some fun games along the way. Exactly. So welcome and enjoy. Um, Have you read anything fun? Um, so it's been I re- a few weeks. It has been. I know. I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. It has. I know. So I just read um, Crave. That sounds really it's familiar. It's by Tracy Wolf. Does it have a very Twilight-esque cover? Yes. Okay, yeah. It does. Like, I've always just seen it when I walk through Barnes & Noble, and I was like, I'm just going to add it to my library list. Yeah. Like, uh, why not? Why not? It felt very Twilight when I was reading <laughs> it. it it's, it's really funny because there's a scene in the book where – because obviously the main girl doesn't know that there's vampires and werewolves and blah, blah, blah. And the guy that she's crushing on literally sends her a copy of Twilight. And I was like, oh my gosh. And of course he's a vampire. And he, like, I literally thought it was going to be almost the exact same storyline because she gets hurt at the end trying to protect him just like Bella did. And he's like, I need to like leave you. And I was like, are we really like, are you literally <laughs> going to copy the storyline of Twilight? The author does not. She changes it up a little That's bit, good. but I was like, oh my gosh, come on, <laughs> come on. Um, so I gauged that right. Like they literally yes. have similar covers. No, they do literally very similar covers. Um, so I read that I would, I think I gave it like a two or three, like nothing, Fair enough. not worth reading again, but if you want a vampire book, I guess <laughs> it's fine. Um, and then the other book I just read was um, the lore Olympics. Um, which that is also sounds oh that's like the um I don't is graphic, graphic novel? novel is that the yes correct that's word? the word okay. I was trying to say yeah it looks like that. yeah no I literally saw that mm-hmm. when I was at Target the other day and yep. I was like this looks super cool yeah so I I was in again Barnes and Noble I was strolling and I saw it I was like that looks so pretty but so familiar and I texted Andy I was like is this the same book I bought you for like Secret Santa like a year ago <laughs> and she's like yes it's amazing and I was like hmm I don't feel justified in spending $30 when I've never read a graphic novel before. So library. And um, I read it. I think I've never read a graphic novel before. So I felt a little unsure of how I felt about it. Yes. Um, And I also don't know the history is probably the wrong word. The stories. Like the lore. The lore of most of the gods and goddesses. Like I know Poseidon and I know Zeus. And then I don't really know anybody else. Like, I just really? know random names, but I don't even know, like, if they're the goddess of whatever. In my mind, everyone had, like, a Greek, like, I had a class. Obsession. And I hated it. In, I, like, like, teenage years. I was like, they're all the same. Like, okay. <laughs> I can't remember. Like, and then there's, like, Roman and Greek. And I was like, I don't know who's who. There's too many people. So yeah. it never, like, it never really captured my attention. I don't know why. Especially it's when I'm so into fantasy. Um, 
so I was like reading it and I was like, wait, I don't know any of these characters. So Aww. it was a little confusing and I think I liked it, but I would, I would never like seek it out. Mm-hmm. So I thought the illustrations were incredible. Yeah. But yeah. That but you was... also don't have that like Greek background knowledge. Right. So I feel like if I had had that, it might have been better. Yeah. Or I might have enjoyed it more. But I I did enjoy the storyline for what it was. Okay. Yeah. For somebody that's, that's going in blind. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Then you also probably would not have it. You would probably wouldn't enjoy Percy Jackson as much either because mm. that's the other part of it is there's all those Greek like gods and goddesses. Oh, and like yeah. I've <laughs> gone in knowing their stories. Yeah. And so when it like plays on them, I like have that mm-hmm. background knowledge in my mind. Yeah. I'm like, so and so is the daughter of Athena and she's super smart. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, because Athena's the god of wisdom. And mm-hmm. so her daughter is going to be like extra wh- smart. Extra yeah. smart. And so it's like things like that where we, you need to like have a Greek gods moment. It's fascinating. Just I know. like, I need like a cheat sheet and I feel like that would have helped. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how I, maybe you did, maybe it's just me and my friends who did this but like there were just like random things in school that I would like go all in on Mm -hmm. like a weird like learning obsession with it so it was like there was a period where it was Greek gods Mm -hmm. and a period of Henry the eighth okay and which I'm still obsessed and his wives yeah I'm still obsessed with I'm still obsessed with both of those so it was like I had these like educational like obsessions where I knew Anastasia and the Romanovs was Mm -hmm. another one that I just knew everything (laughs) about Mm -hmm. I don't know did you ever have anything like that I don't think so it's kind of like I I'm like interested in things but never all in yeah I don't know like my mind just doesn't go like I need to research I need to learn more like I never went and learned stuff on my own (laughs) not not to say I don't ever learn but like I know I know what you're saying no I don't think anything ever is there anything in his like history that you're like oh that thing intrigues me Maybe this is a personality trait versus like, maybe I don't know. I'm trying to think I, I'm sure there's something that intrigues me, but nothing like jumps out that I'm like, Oh, this is my favorite like thing to talk about in history. Okay. Yeah, no, Fair yeah. Enough. Maybe it is a personality thing. I could give a, f- if you were like, <laughs> Alex, tell me about the tutors. I could talk for 45 minutes. Yeah. About no, everything. I have, I have like no, no extensive knowledge on any <laughs> one topic. I'm a master of all traits, like, or Jack of all traits, master of none. Gotcha. The, that's the phrase fair enough yep Mm -hmm. um so on the topic though of greek gods and goddesses i don't remember if i said this because i haven't been able to read much because i've returned to work and Mm -hmm. it's crushed my free time and (laughs) energy but um i finished book four Mm -hmm. of the percy jackson so i'm on the last actual like percy jackson Mm -hmm. five book series okay it's intense it's exciting so we'll see how that goes that's good but that's all i've read thus far okay my my february has slipped (laughs) i'm hoping in a week i can start to Mm re-energize my reading but anywho all right so welcome back everyone welcome back um this is episode eight we're doing chapters 34 through 37 and we're titling this episode us Mm, in quotes in quotes (laughs) us it's precious we'll get into that um but first let's do our patron shout outs Mm -hmm. so these are the people who joined our fam level of membership on patreon thank you so much thank you thank you um we have emily lily a and Paige b y'all are amazing thank you thank you thank you we love you xoxo xo (laughs) 
Um, and also just wanted to mention that um, if you haven't joined our Patreon, the fam level is given access to a quarterly book club. And so we've just announced the book and you have a couple weeks to read it if you wanted to join and get plugged in on that. So yeah. And if you happen to already be on Patreon, it's not too late to upgrade either to the fam level. Um, but regardless, we appreciate whatever way you all are able to support us. These are just some of the fun perks for the various levels. Yes. Um, all right. Shall we dive in? Let's dive in. Let's dive in. This was like a fun but hard but like sweet I think set I of liked, chapters. I think I like this set of chapters the best so far that yeah. we've read. There was a lot of like character development, relationship development, and plot development. Yeah. It was like the best of all worlds. Yes. So chapter 34, um, Hunt shares what the Oracle told him and Bryce shares her time with the Oracle. What do you think? I did not think Bryce's experience with the Oracle was going to be like that. No. In my head, I don't know what I thought. Maybe I just thought it was going to be more like Rune where she just like told her something and it was kind of like, yeah, okay, your line might end. Like something to that effect. Not the fact that like, I don't know, she sees a light and like scratches her eyes out. Yeah. Like very (laughs) traumatic. It's like, oh my God, Bryce, what is your future? I don't know. Like that's terrifying. How do you, how do you live? Knowing that. Knowing that. (laughs) What? That's a great question. It's terrifying. Just like major yikes. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but so this, this chapter really picks up where we left off where Hunt is literally walking out of Mm -hmm. the Oracle and Bryce and Rune are out there waiting for him. Yep. So when Hunt comes out, he tells them basically what he learned about the horn. Mm -hmm. And the biggest like piece of information is someone is trying to repair the horn, which would open the Northern rift, which is major yikes. Terrifying. (laughs) Yeah. And so they're just kind of like, what the heck? How? How? And no one knows, but it's Mm -hmm. like, well, I mean, someone found a way. Yeah. And I think it's smart. I mean, I guess maybe kind of smart. Like Rune comes up with the idea of reaching out to med witches to kind of see, you know, I mean, I think it's a better idea than nothing. Yeah. To see there's a way that, you know, they might have heard or figured out a way to potentially heal the horn. Well, especially because um, something that had come across in his research is the horn had almost like a sentience Mm -hmm. to it. And so he's like, is it alive? Is that why a med witch could maybe heal it? So we'll see. Um, but another thing um, Rune brings up is that, like, in theory, you can't even use the horn mm-hmm. unless you're starborn. Right. So it's like, even if they fix it. It's only him. It would only be him, right? Right. And, but then he's like, I have, like, no power. So, like, what am I going to do? Yeah. So still lots of, like, question marks. So it's mm-hmm. like, even if they fixed it, could they do anything with it? It's a great question. Would they force Rune to do something with it? I, yes. I don't know. Um, okay, so we page break or pivot, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. Bryce and Hunt are back at the gallery looking yep. over Danica's whereabouts. Um, and he like keeps looking at her warily, like every like 10 seconds, he's like yep. looking up. Um, and she's like, why? Why are you looking at me? Um, and he says, do you want me to tell you what, what the Oracle told me? Um, basically she said to stay the hell away from you. Yep. Um, and Bryce laughs. Like I was shocked. I was like, why is that funny? Like, that's not the reaction I thought you would have had. Yeah. I expect you to be like, what does she mean? Like, why would she say that? Right. And she's no. like, oh, well, obviously the Oracle is still pissed at me. And it's like, what did you do, Bryce? Yep. And that's when we learn that, you know, she went to see the Oracle when she turned, she was just shy of 13. Mm-hmm. She like 
came to Lunathian to see her dad for the first time and do the Oracle. And it was not a vision no. in which was fun for the Oracle. No. Apparently the Oracle was blind for a literal week because of it. Yeah. It says it was catastrophic. When the Oracle looked into her smoke, she screamed, clawed at her eyes. I heard that she went blind for a week. What? And Hunt's response is, holy shit. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Um, but basically, apparently her and her dad had kind of been getting along somewhat okay the couple of days that she was there. Yeah. But it was once she went to the Oracle and, you know, the Oracle freaked out like that. Her dad basically like left through the VIP exit so that nobody would know that he was associated with her. And then she finally got back to their house and he just had packed up all her stuff and put it outside the door. That's wild. That's terrible. Like, he's such a dick. Yeah. But also part of me is like, I thought that it was private and they didn't tell their parents. But I guess, you know, when the Oracle's just in there screaming. Yeah, I think it was. I think it's that. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no. <laughs> Too funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but so they're still kind of like working together in the library. Mm-hmm. And they're the tension. Yes. In these few chapters is building. And it really starts to kick off here where it's like their legs are touching. Right. And there's warmth. Mm-hmm. And you're like. little hints little hints this these four chapters are like slow burn yes so hard so much uh but so hunt is showing bryce a vase that he found with an image of the crystallos um and he's saying it's good news because the warrior on the vase is stabbing the demon and she's like why is that good news Mm -hmm. (laughs) he's like basically you know i can kill it the old-fashioned way just with a sword (laughs) and she's like it could be an artistic rendering. Like yeah. we literally you're basing this vase that it's fact and it's yeah. like, no, this is art. So yeah. who knows? Like there could be magic involved. There could be all sorts of things. Like the right. vase isn't going to tell you how to kill this demon in theory, but he took it very literally, which is interesting because mm-hmm. the actual vase is from Parthos, mm-hmm. which for him, he thought was like a myth and a human fairy tale. So yeah. something that came from a myth to him, he's taking very literally. There's a lot of like, yeah. nuance here mm-hmm. um but apparently like parthos was um this like library this place of knowledge i think of it a lot like the library of alexandria yeah or is this epic library that was destroyed mm-hmm. at one point yep and bryce doesn't seem to think that it like had really been wiped off the map she's like well what maybe she's playing devil's advocate but she's mm-hmm. like maybe it wasn't yeah and i can't help but think that they're in a library i know with a it's bunch like- of I know, but it's like secret hidden books. I mean, it just feels like too obvious, obvious, but like still. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we get a call and it looks like they are going to go see Philip Briggs tonight. Yee. So Hunt tells her that, you know, she has 20 minutes to get it together before they leave because he saw, you know, how she was breaking down mm-hmm. just looking at the vase because that like triggered her thinking about Danica. Yeah. And he's like, I can't imagine, you know, sitting in a room with Briggs, what that would do to her. So yeah. he's just trying to give her time to process and like get it together. Yeah. Well, and it feels like he was trying to be nice, but he like kind of verbalized that. And mm-hmm. she was just like, basically like, get out. Like, you can't tell me what to do. And it's like, she's reacting. Yes. Drama, drama, mm-hmm. drama. And she kicks him out and mm-hmm. he just kind of lets it lets it happen he's like she needs some space i'll see you outside in 20 yep and she's having like a what feels like a panic attack moment that yes. she's trying to recover from very much um but she also lashes out at lahaba in this <sighs> moment and i was like no 
made me so sad. Don't you dare. Lahaba and like Searing, they're both just trying to comfort her. Yeah. And Lahaba says like, don't blame Athi, which again, I love that she calls him Athi. I know. Um, she says, I think he wants to be our friend, which I love that she groups herself in that. She's like, she wants us to be our friend. Um, and Bryce says, I don't give a shit what Hunt Athelar wants. And I was kind of shocked at how much Lahaba goes into it. She's like, June is busy with ballet and Fury's as good as gone. Maybe it's time for more friends, BB. You seem sad again. Like you were two winners ago. Find one minute, then not find the next. You don't dance. You don't hang out with anyone. You don't. Man, she's watching. I know. And Bryce like freaks out. She's like, leave it, Lahaba. And she says, Hun is nice. Prince Rune is nice. But Danica was never nice to me. Always biting and snarling. Or she ignored me. And she says, watch it. And Lahaba says, you can be as cold as a reaper, Bryce. Well, we found out why she didn't like Danica. But yeah. I'm also like, why was Danica so mean to I her? I know. There's no reason. No reason to be mean to Lahaba. She no. didn't do anything to you. But so... I appreciate Lahaba's energy. She's such a Hufflepuff in this moment. I know. Alas. Um, so she kind of does her best to get herself together, literally trying to piece the hole in her chest together. And then she heads on out. Yep. And we're going to see Briggs. Um, chapter 35. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunt and Bryce interview Briggs and Hunt shares with Bryce a bit about life as a rebel and slave. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I'm liking how this relationship between Bryce and Hunt is developing. Yeah. And I know that probably sounds terrible, but I kind of feel bad for Briggs. And Just like a little bit. Like, I, I, I know he killed people. Yes. And it's terrible. Yes. But being tortured the way he is every Ugh. single day oh my over God. and over again, I, I don't want to say it's not justified. It's just like. I don't, I don't know if the penalty equates it. I don't. It's just like, I've never been cool. Like, there's a difference between torture mm-hmm. and punishment. Yes. This is straight up torture. That's straight up torture. Yes. For years. For like forever. Forever. Yeah. So I, I just, it's hard. It's hard to reconcile that. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Very hard. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so the chapter starts off where they're at the committee, but like within the depths of co- the committee, like yeah. it says, there's no scent except bleach, suggesting it was scrubbed down often. The drains she noted every few feet suggested. It's just like, ugh. Yeah. And they went in through like a side door. It's not like the main building that she was in for her interrogation where she kind of right. was like, that's probably where everything legal goes down. Yeah. This is where everything shady goes down. Yeah. So it's not where I would want to be. No, not at all. Um. So they go in and we kind of get the note that like Briggs outfit is pristine and there isn't a scratch or bruise on him, but his eyes look empty and hopeless. That's just crazy. Magic, magic, magic torture. It's, it's like even worse. It's like, cause you can truly see like somebody's everything through their eyes. Yeah. So, Oh, it's so terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so they start talking with him and he seems very like blunt, mm-hmm. like not really holding anything back. But what was, I guess, surprising is he's literally asked. So he asked them, like, what month is it? What's today's date? And they tell him and he goes, it's only been two years. So, again, just the note on this torture. Yeah. Holy crap. It just makes me sad for him. Like, I know. I know. I know. Everybody. And like, uh, yeah, I just have a hard time with yeah. it. That's like a deeply, like, philosophical and ethical debate that like we don't need to get into but like the initial reaction is very it's a complicated reaction obviously um 
But yeah, he literally admits that the only people he sees on a daily basis are the ones who take him apart like a cadaver and then stitch him back up before nightfall. And then the medwitches smooth everything away. Terrible. Like what? literally terrible. Like I have no other words, but terrible. <laughs> uh, what? It's just <laughs> yeah, literally the worst kind of torture I could imagine. I know. I almost like I if if it was me. I don't want it to be me, but like <laughs> not having the scars, mm-hmm. I feel like would F you up even because yes. it was like, was that even real? Right. You're like, am I just imagining things at this point? Like because of how isolated I am? I think it would make you even crazier not yeah. having all those marks. Oh, for scars. sure. I, I would want the scars. Anyway, um, I don't want any of it. But. No, no. But <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they're asking him kind of about the bombing and, you know, if he was behind it or help some of his old followers in any way. And he's like, no, like Thanks. obviously not. Right. He's like, I don't. Then that's when he's like, I don't see literally anyone. Yeah. But these people. Um, and Briggs also like he kind of realizes that they know that he didn't kill Danica, which mm-hmm. I think for him is kind of like a boost of morale. I mean, I know it doesn't give him hope or anything, but I think it's yeah. kind of nice that he realizes, hey, like, hello, I'm not the killer. Yeah. So, um, but, but he's, Danica uh, gets brought up. Yes. And he admits he likes her. Yeah. And you're like, what? 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 Like she busted you, got you in prison. How mm-hmm. do you like her? Yeah. Um, Speaking of complexity. Uh, yeah, really? <laughs> so apparently she had gone easy on him and he said she was like a sympathizer to the cause. She had visited him twice to warn him to stop before having to take him down with the pack on the third time. I was mm-hmm. like, what? She visited you twice telling I'm you like, very surprised. to stop? Yeah. yeah, I'm very surprised. No. Um, and then, you know, Bryce kind of freaks out. She's like, she wasn't a sympathizer. And he's like, okay, no, she wasn't a sympathizer, but like he thought she was on the way to becoming one, especially because she was friends with Bryce. Yeah. Which he's reading so clearly off of her. So he's clearly a very, even with all of the things that have happened to him the last two years, Mm -hmm. a very like intuitive man, which I can see why he like rose to the ranks within his Mm -hmm. rebellion as he did. Right. Um, like you get that in his personality, but he was just like, oh, especially if he has a half, she had a half breed friend mm-hmm. like you. And she was like, oh, how did you like, and he's very smart. He's very perceptive and too. perceptive. Yeah. I feel like to be the leader of a cult, probably cult is the right word. You have I mean, to- a rebellion, like you basically have yes. to be at that level. Yeah. You have to be able to read people. Yeah. So. But like speaking of like cultish mm-hmm. nature, this whole interaction is causing Hunt to like question yes. his own rebellion. Oh my gosh. Because he's like, was I blind? Like, did I act like this? Was mm-hmm. I like. Did I just blindly follow Shahar? And, yeah. And then he's like, oh my gosh, I did. He's like, Isaiah literally tried to warn me mm-hmm. the night before in the tent and I just completely blew him off. Yeah. Like, can you imagine how the fact that he hasn't realized that in what, 300 years? 500 yeah. years? Whatever two. it is. No, this one's two. Two? 500 is Akatar. Okay. <laughs> Too many rebellions. <laughs> but 200 years, you yeah. don't even realize that you... Brainwashed is probably a possible word, but like so like indoctrinated yeah. into like this belief and like fighting for this cause, you don't even realize the obsession that it causes you to have. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy to me. People just get like... Obviously, he's not a human, but like... Right. Um, I feel like when there's something is so deeply emotional mm-hmm. and you have such an intentional connection with a leader and yeah. you have a personal connection to the cause. Mm-hmm. It's so easy mm-hmm. to go all in and yeah. feel like you're part of something and mm-hmm. fighting for something like 
you know, when it's a good thing, Mm -hmm. it's incredible. But it's like that same, those same characteristics that could do so much good could so easily be twisted. For sure. For something so bad, which I think is the case you see with Philip Briggs. Now, I don't, and you know, we get into this a little bit later, but just spoiler for like the next chapter, um, or I think just later in this chapter. But, you know, Hunter, he's questioning like, am I like him? And Bryce is very clearly like, no. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's that difference because yeah. even though he was pretty blindly following Shahar mm-hmm. and really all in and intense on this. And so you can see how he's drawing comparisons to himself with yeah. Briggs. It, it was in a way that wasn't twisted for like bad. Yeah. Like Philip Briggs took that and twisted it mm-hmm. and was doing very bad things with it. Yeah. Hunt, his, his heart wasn't twisted. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, he was in an actual war. Right. He wasn't bombing civilians. Right. Or he didn't want to just thing. kill innocent people. Right. So I think, I think that's that difference there where it's like, they maybe had that same fervor and passion, mm-hmm. but ultimately it matters what you do with it. Oh, absolutely. And so I think that's, that's what he's having a hard time reconciling though. Mm-hmm. He's like, I see so much of myself in him. Right. So. Yeah. And then Briggs asks if he's one of the fallen and he tells him like that he has tons of respect for him, which is like, just, it's odd to hear because like everybody kind of not, not shuns. They like put down yeah. and they kind of like think of him as a disgrace because he's one mm-hmm. of the fallen. Whereas this guy is saying, I respect you. Yeah. It's super bizarre. Like nobody said they respect Hunt. Yeah. So I think it's just odd. Um, and he tells him, we'll bring the bastards down someday, brother. Um, it's just interesting. Yeah. And Hunt's like thinking to himself, he's like, you know, a few weeks ago, I would have been like, yeah, like, let's do it, bro. Yeah. But now he's like, I don't, I don't know. I, yeah. It's crazy. Like the one conversation with Briggs, like literally changed everything for him. His total perspective on everything. Mm-hmm. When you look in a mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That'll do it to you. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So they they I was going to say they escape. They yeah. basically do. Um. They leave and they're back in, at Bryce's apartment, mm-hmm. and they're kind of just like decompressing mm-hmm. from it all and hunt. Oh, I love this. I oh love my this, god. This look. This look. So much. This look is everything. He is on this couch. He's got his um like ball cap turned backwards on his head he's in sweatpants mm-hmm. and just like it was vision. all disgustingly distracting yes such a good quote it really is and it's just it's so again just in the cuteness of this relationship bryce like takes his phone and takes a picture of him because mm-hmm. he only has pictures of dead bodies on his yep. phone <laughs> so she's documenting this and then he's just like laughing about it and then like takes his phone and takes a picture of her so they're just having this like and she puts his hat on which put, like yes. we know girls like a guy when they put their hat on let's yes. be real so it's just like it's just fun it's very cutesy it is cutesy and then let's see hunt kind of tells her that he was in a prison basically like what briggs was in for nine years nine years like what because it was seven under the asteri and then he got sold Mm -hmm. to an archangel and he was under another two years with that he said it was like nine years since he had seen the sun sunlight and like smelled anything like he's been in total isolation basically for nine years that was crazy it's insane and 
I mean, I totally get what he's thinking. He said, hatred was the only thing that fueled me through it. Briggs is kind of hatred, not hope, not love, only unrelenting, raging hatred for the archangels, for the Asteri, for all of it. So yeah, I might not have ever been willing to kill innocents to help Shahar's rebellion, but that's the only difference between me and Briggs. I mean, that's enough difference. I know, but it's crazy that it's that like you'd have to hold on to anger to get through not you know hope or love or anything like that but i guess have anything if shahar hadn't died like maybe that would have been maybe his like motivating factor but it's just kind of sad that that rage like i can't imagine what nine years of rage festering will do to you i know that sounds terrible it does um but bryce's reaction to that just again it warmed my heart like she just like doesn't even think and she just like grabs his hand and like holds his hand she goes um she hadn't realized how much bigger hunt's hand was until hers coiled around it hadn't realized how many calluses lay on his palms and fingers until they rasped against her skin like so she's noticing this at the same time hunt is looking at her hands and her dusk painted nails contrasting with the deep gold of his skin and it's just this like moment Mm -hmm. of just holding hands to comfort each other i just I can't. Yeah. I can't. But um, she asked him, like, do you still feel like hatred is all that gets you through the day? And he says, no, sometimes for some things, yes, but no Quinlan. And it's just, I just, I'm dying. I'm dying just a little bit. Mm-hmm. But so- her response is, she says, I see all the shit you conveniently forget. Briggs is a bad person. He might have once gotten into the human rebellion for the right reasons, but he is a bad person. You aren't. You never will be. End of story. And she's just like so sure of it. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm sure he's so taken aback by because, you know, nobody's ever kind of done this for him or defended him or spoke to him like this. Mm-hmm. So it's just sweet. I just love how sure she is of him, even though it's like she really doesn't know him that well. Yeah. So... So we have all of this like feels and tension and all of the things building. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, they are still trying to look over Danica's like whereabouts and yep. the data, see if they can get anything. And he says at one point, uh, we're idiots. Um, and so he said that um, obviously like Danica like was working the night that the horn was stolen. Like, why didn't she come forward with any information? Right. Like, that's a great question. Like she's, you know, leads the ox. She's this super great person. Why wouldn't she report it missing when she's right there? Or like have any kind of information. Why wouldn't she be interviewed? Like so many questions. Mm-hmm. And he's basically implying that Danica knew who took the horn. Right. Like, or knew something. Knew so much. She must have known something. Mm-hmm. And it's all very confusing, but they decided they're going to look at the footage one more time just to like see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Bryce has an idea mm-hmm. of who could analyze that footage. Oh, no. Was it? No, it's him, right? No, I think she did. He, like, wants to run different tests on it, and Bryce is like, I know the guy. Oh, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So. Chapter 36. Bum, bum, bum. Chapter 36, which. Oh, my God, this chapter. This is, like, one of my favorite chapters. I This was probably the first time I had, like, a. Yeah. Sticker. Like it just it hit me. Yes. Um. So Bryce and Hunt pay a visit to the frat pack, and the sexual tension is everything. Yes, I love it. I love this chapter. Bryce is like a total badass, and yep. I love the sexual tension happening. It's yeah. so good. So good. This is the best chapter to date. Yes. 
up to yeah Mm -hmm. period Mm -hmm. so they ended up at a shooting range which is a thing in this world apparently Mm -hmm. um i do think it's funny apparently like you know hunt thought they would be going to a tattoo parlor she thought they'd be at a fake grungy rock bar Mm -hmm. but they end up going to a shooting range to find the frat pack Mm -hmm. rune declan and tristan yes what'd you notice i just their, their interaction is so good. Yeah. Um, but Bryce basically had wanted to see if Declan could use his computer skills um, to see if they could get more information off the video footage. Yeah. And she thanks him. Yeah. Which is like insane. He said, I think that's the first time you've ever said those words to us, B. Well. I mean, that's kind of crappy on yeah. her to like never, never say thank you to them. Yeah. I don't know. Like it makes me. I love their relationship, the way they're like joking and always like, you know, back and forth. But when he says something like that, I'm kind of like, well, it's kind of crappy on her. Yeah. But I don't know. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I also am just assuming they haven't done a lot. Yeah. For each other over the years. Maybe. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, so anywho, they're obviously at a shooting range and they're shit talking a little bit. Yes. And um, what was it that? Oh, Rune. So Rune's like, sounds like a whole lot of big talk. Why don't you put on a little demonstration for Athalar, Bryce? And like basically like challenging her, like, mm-hmm. let's see what you've got yep. at this shooting range. And it's epic. It's so good. Um, So she snaps on the earmuffs. Mm-hmm. She goes and she holds it like a pro. And mm-hmm. Hunt is just staring at her. In like, awe. In awe. He's like watching everything. And Flynn at one point is like rubbing his hands together and he says, here we fucking go. And I just like, <laughs> I felt that so hard. Yes. Um, And so she just like the biggest badass, three shots, mm-hmm. boom, 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 takes it like a champ, like Hunt said, which I just love that that's how he like, I know, perceived it. it says Hunt's mouth dried out entirely, which is like mm-hmm. also incredible. Um, and so Flynn's like, oh, my God, you only landed one of them like loser. And Emmett's like, um, no, she didn't. And they can see that she, it was like the circle is like just off. And she basically shot the same through like the same hole like three times. Yeah. Because she is that precise. Mm-hmm. And so what it say? It says a chill skittered down Hunt's body that had nothing to do with fear as Bryce merely reset the safety, placed the rifle on the table and removed the earmuffs and glasses. And it's like, she just places it down and he's like, Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, he's in love. Like, like <laughs> to him, he's probably like, that was the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yep. That's very much his, his style. Yeah. But like Bryce puts it down and she kind of looks over at him, super vulnerable um and i guess it's because other males were afraid of that or intimidated yeah. by that in the past which i'm also curious how many guys was she showing that she could shoot you know well i'm sure it's not it's not the literal like shooting mm-hmm. it's just that idea of like a fey alpha hole mm-hmm. would be intimidated by like a strong True. female so i think it's and more the concept yeah okay. more that that makes more sense um but, but his reaction is amazing. <laughs> he literally like just gets up, picks up the rifle. He can't even hear what everybody else is saying. It's just so focused, so zoomed in. Perfect he, eye contact the entire time. Yeah. And he picks it up and he shoots literally through the exact same spot that she shot through. 
I'm just like, why Why was that so sexual? Why was this? I don't know. It says, <laughs> when he lowered the gun, he found Bryce's cheeks flushed, her eyes like warm whiskey, a quiet sort of light shone through them. He still didn't hear any of the any of what the males were saying, only had the vague notion of even Rune cursing with appreciation. Hunt just held Bryce's stare. I see you, Quinlan. He silently conveyed to her, and I like all of it. Right back at you, her half smile seemed to say. It's just such a good scene. I love it so much. The tension. The tension is all there. And I am so here for it. Like SJM did a phenomenal job in writing the slow burn tension in this scene. I know, but I don't know. I think this is one of the, this, uh, this series at least I think has some of the best slow burn. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally, I'm not, I'm not spoiling or giving anything away. Yeah. It is obvious that there's slow burn happening here. This is slow burn. Uh, Um, no, I completely agree. And it's, for me, it's the unbroken eye contact. Yes. I'm mm-hmm. just dead. And I think it's, it's mostly all thought. Like a lot of it's not even verbalized. Yeah. Which almost makes it better. There are no words. No. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Um, but this moment is like barely ruined. I just like kind of pretended that this, this last sentence didn't happen <laughs> in this chapter and that it really just belonged to the next chapter, next yeah. chapter. So this, this was a perfect chapter. Mm-hmm. That what we're about to say actually happened in the next chapter. Yes. For us mentally. Um, but apparently there was another murder. Mm, so they are off to Asphodel Meadows. Yep. So my thought is instantly a human died because that's the human yep. land. So I'm kind of like a human would be killed. We're bouncing all over the city apparently. I know. We're just getting a little bit of everybody. Because it was the Viper Queen's area. Mm-hmm. That was Tertian. Right. And he was a vampire. Vampire. Yep. And then it was the Acolyte, mm-hmm. which was Luna's Temple area. Yeah, so that was Fyro, right? I don't know if it's technically Fyro. I think it's just the old... The like old city. Old, old square. Old square. Yeah. And then this one is Asphodel Meadows, the human area. So it's three mm-hmm. totally different areas. Right. So chapter 37. Last one. There's been another murder. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunt and Bryce continue to share parts of themselves with each other that no one else gets to see. What were your thoughts? Hunt is growing on me more and more. <laughs> he um, honestly is. Yeah. I know. Just real quick. In our Hunt mini, mm-hmm. I know I had said, like, I don't really care for Hunt. Yeah. And I might go back on that journey. Um, but in the this chapter, I was like, oh, these are really nice. Yeah. These are nice Hunt moments. I honestly thought the same thing. I was like, we both, we didn't bash Hunt. We just. We were neutral. We were neutral on him, which I think is totally acceptable. You don't have to yeah. love everyone. But in rereading this. I'm kind of thinking, did I not remember everything correctly? Do I need to give him a higher score? Yeah. Or it's like the, we're getting the best parts of Hunt at the beginning and then we get the worst parts later. Right. W- the worser parts yep. later. Mm-hmm. And so that was just was maybe fresher in our minds. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. That's a t- side tangent. Sorry, mm-hmm. I interrupted you. You're totally fine. Um, but Bryce is brilliant for figuring out, um, kind of the ley lines that yeah. all the deaths happened in relation She's to. She's so clever. And then, holy heck, Sabine. Mm. freaking falsifying the video. What? Sa- what? 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 You bitch. Oh man. What's going on? What is happening? Um, they got that call. They got to head over to where the new murder happened. Mm-hmm. And obviously... We recently experienced a version of this where yep. Hunt forced it upon Bryce and Bryce lost her shit. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, have we learned? Yep. How are we going to handle this one differently? Mm-hmm. And I think Hunt does a very good job. He does a fantastic <laughs> um, job. Like learning from the last time. Yep. 
and doing it better. So basically the frat pack like heads out. Mm-hmm. They, they're they like, we'll meet you there. And Hunt like gives her a minute. Yep. And coaches her through another panic attack. Yes. And she trusts him mm-hmm. to see that. And it's all just like. Yeah. Precious. Mm-hmm. And I think part of the reason why she's trusting him is literally because of what just happened yes. with the shooting. Yeah. It's. She said the instinct to flee had been nearly as overwhelming as the panic and dread searing her chest, but she'd seen Hunt come in from his mission the other night, knew he of all people might get it. He had, and hadn't balked for one second, just as he hadn't balked from seeing her shoot that target and instead answered it with a shot of his own, like they were two of a kind, like she could throw anything at him and he'd catch it, would meet every challenge with that wicked feral grin. No, I like that. I like that too. But it's, I mean, it's so true. It's like of anybody that could you know kind of understand the dilemma that she's having to deal with yeah he does he's having to kill people that he doesn't want to kill yep i can't imagine the turmoil that you know that does for him so mm-hmm. i think she's right in you know kind of trusting him and letting him see the side of herself yeah so and i just i love how he like coaches her through brief like mm-hmm. he did such a good job and he asks her like do you want to go and she's yeah. like i want to i have to it's yeah. It's just like I have to get myself pumped up enough and like I don't want them to see me like yeah. this. So like he, she trusts Hunt more than her own brother. Yeah, it's crazy. And they know. haven't known each other that long. I know. But he like grabs her hands and he's like, breathe. And she does. And just like he keeps doing it until he feels that her hands are steady and she's like yeah. able to say things clearly and not with any ounce of anxiety. Yeah. So I just I love how kind he's being to her now. Like clearly yeah. he realized his mistake and he is changing. Yep. So love it. Mm-hmm. So they get to the crime scene and she's obviously not like raring to go look at the body. Right. Um, and Hunt like stops her and he says, I can look for us. Mm. And she goes, us like they were a unit against this fucking mess of a world. I love this building so much. I know. That's such a good line. Right. Yeah. But it turns out the victim was a guard from Luna's temple who was mm-hmm. on duty the night the horn was stolen. And of course, the cameras didn't catch anything. They stayed of out course. of sight or like knew where the cameras were. So, so it's like who who would know that, right? Only you a- don't just get lucky with that. No, and there's there's the visible cameras, but then there's also hidden cameras. So who- clearly, it has to be somebody high up that would know of these hidden cameras. Exactly. So Bryce figures out the whole ley lines thing. Mm -hmm. So basically, like, if you look at the map of Lunathian, like, you can see clear lines that connect Mm -hmm. the gates. And so whoever's doing this is probably leveraging those. So they're going to kind of look at, like, energy and power dips to try to figure out, like, can we learn anything from that? Mm -hmm. Um, Because we learn, so they do give us a little bit of info about the ley lines. They're basically natural channels for the first light to travel through throughout Mm -hmm. the city. And um, somebody says they're highways of power. Yeah. So it I, it makes sense that they would utilize that power to um, kind of summon a demon. Yeah. Especially one as intense mm-hmm. as the Crystallos. Right. Um, so Hunt kind of like walks away to go like talk with, I think he was calling Victoria mm-hmm. was what it was. And I thought it was so interesting. Like Declan immediately is like, he's bad news. Mm-hmm. Like you need to stay away from him. Yeah. And it's like, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Like, I see. I took this the total. <laughs> I took it the total other way. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Declan is such a good, almost big brother figure. Like yeah. he's really looking out for Bryce, trying to protect her, just warn her. You know, Hunt's got a reputation, and it's not even so much that he's worried about them having a relationship, but it's like Hunt's intentions 
might not match your intentions or yeah. Micah's intentions for that matter. It's like you can't trust him in that regard. Yeah. It's not so much him as like you could be friends with the guy, but don't trust what he's doing yeah. because he has other plans. Like he's a slave. He yeah. wants to be free. So yeah. I was like, I like you, Declan. Well, I, I definitely got that. It was just a, also like an eye roll, like, oh, good Lord right. moment. Like, I see that too. These females mm-hmm. just like can't help no. but be like, that angel. I know. Watch out for that angel. <laughs> I'm like, good Lord, y'all aren't saints either. Like, no. bring it down. Um, So they're warning her. Mm-hmm. Um, And Hunt comes back. And honestly, I thought it was interesting, though, that he pivoted from kind of like warning her about him to mm-hmm. like talking to him about yeah. being a slave, basically. Mm-hmm. Just like in a like, hey, like, you know, what what happened to you was pretty messed up. Yeah. So. But I like that he can appreciate, you know, that it is messed up. So clearly he's not he's not on Hunt's side, but he sees reason in that it sucks that he's a slave now. He's not one of the ones that's like, yes, we need to keep these people as slaves. Yeah. So so it definitely shows, I think. The complexity Mm -hmm. of the connection between like these females and Hunt, because I do think there's some kind of respect Mm -hmm. for Hunt. Yeah. But it's also like fear. Mm -hmm. It's hard. What you know, it's like it's almost like. They've never, like, considered, probably, mm-hmm. interacting with angels on the regular. No. So it's almost like, like, I'm lit. I don't know why I'm thinking of, like, the movie, like, Pocahontas. <laughs> but it's, like, how it was, like, you have this group of people mm-hmm. and this. And you're just, like, weary of interacting with each other. Yeah. Even though it's, like, you could get along and right. things could be great and it could be super cohesive. Mm-hmm. But, like, because you come from such different worlds mm-hmm. and you've been taught to hate each other. Yeah. It's, like hard to also overcome that yeah even when you're like a decent person yeah i so. mean i just think vampire diaries like we got our werewolves and our yeah that's another know, great example vampires and they have to hate each other but mm-hmm. you know you've got great people in in the mix on that another great example yes um but it did that your point makes me think that one of the great things about the crescent city series is the side characters yeah because they are so much more complex i mm-hmm. think than in actar or I don't really know Thornograss. I've read it once and I forget. But but to me, the side characters in this really stick out because they are so complex. It's yeah. not just their fillers. Yeah. So I really enjoy that about this the book. The cast of characters in this book, it's so many people. Right. I, it's almost like, are they even side characters? Like, yeah, I, I feel like the main, especially in the second book, there's like 20 main characters. I was like, That's this what is it crazy. Like. <laughs> Sorry, a little side tangent there. Oh, it's true. Um. So, okay, so they go to leave, um, and Hunt is, I think this is so ridiculous, he asks Bryce if she ever hooked up with Flynn, and she's so like, funny. why would you ask me that? And he says, Flint flirts with her nonstop, and she's like, you want to tell me about everyone you've ever hooked up with, Athelar? Which is a proper response. Like, why are you asking? This is so <laughs> random. Like, I know there's been some sexual tension, so, like, clearly he's interested. Right. But I also thought it was really funny. Yeah, but... Okay, but then it felt like I've been getting all, like, blushy these few chapters, mm-hmm. and then it was like ice-cold water was poured on me. Yeah, it was really bizarre. Because he's like, he, like, answers her. He says, like, none of them are worth mentioning, but that's because Shahar ruined me for anyone else. Yeah. I'm like, ruined. Like, stop it what are you doing i know i was like there's sexual tension you're clearly interested in bryce you're not ruined but i think he's so used to like 
thinking and talking that way. And I don't think Mm -hmm. he's really processed what's been happening Yeah, because like later on he's, it's almost like he starts to like tell her something like, you know, um, you know, that isn't to say that I'm not. And Mm -hmm. then it kind of like gets cut off, but it's like, it's like, so he is interested in you. I think he like, I think he is, but I don't think he's processed it in his mind. He's still ruined, but it's like, you're not still ruined. Right. Like you've grown, things have changed. You kind of, you know, you're different. Yeah. And um, also, like, was Shahar all that great? I question mark. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Bryce tells him that she did not hook up with Flynn. Um, yeah. But we do learn about her worst hookup, which was with a vamp. So just um, fun fact. Yes. But OK, just like real quick, though, that reminded <laughs> me of From Blood and Ash. Yes. Where it was a very enjoyable experience yep. in From Blood and Ash. Mm-hmm. So... Question? Would it have been that bad, Bryce? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But like you had said, she kind of, we, we've talked about Shahar and Bryce asks him if he still has a thing for Shahar, which mm-hmm. I was like, that's kind of very bold. Yeah. Um, And he responds, until the day I die, I don't see how I can move on from loving her when she gave up everything for me, for the cause. Every time I hook up, I remember it. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I can see why you might have a hard time hooking up because you're constantly flashing back to Shahar and everything yeah. she did for you. But I'm like, is that love or was that commitment to the cause? Yeah, because he threw in the for the cause. Right. And I was like. And it maybe you loved Shahar then because she was leading the cause and you were mm-hmm. all about the cause. And I could easily see falling in love with a figurehead yep. of a cause you fully support. Yep. And somebody that recognized you mm-hmm. in that cause. So I see that, but at the same time, it's, it's like if they had let's let's play a scenario. Mm-hmm. They won that war, right? They're like post-war. Mm-hmm. Would they have actually been together? It's one of those like questionable things. It's like I'm sure they would have stayed together for a while, mm-hmm. and then it's almost you're stuck in this relationship because you've got history. Yeah, and but then you're like, not... but, but we don't make sense anymore for the right. life we're in now. Like that's what it feels like. It felt it. From what we've gathered, Mm -hmm. his relationship with Shahar was very specific to that experience also. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if it would have worked or either of them would have wanted it to work Mm -hmm. outside of that experience. Yeah. So, but you never know because you never know. It didn't happen that way. So, but that's what I'm gathering. Yeah. But come, come to say basically Bryce is a little bummed um, by that because, you know, she's definitely thinking there's something, you know, all the, like the leg touching and the way they were looking at each other before. And she's just a little bummed. Yeah. I don't blame her. No. Um, Definitely was like leading her on a little bit. Definitely seems like that. Like if you're not interested in hooking up with somebody, being with somebody, why do that? You know? Yeah. Because it's not, it's not fun to lead somebody on like that. Yeah. So. I don't know. But as they're walking, um, they run into Sabine. She's such a bitch. She's terrible. Bryce is shaking in fear, basically. She she clams up, won't say anything, just is just so afraid, which I'm kind of I don't understand necessarily why she's so intimidated by Sabine. I honestly don't know if it's intimidation, Mm -hmm. but it's such an intent. I think it. I think it's a trigger mm-hmm. to Danica. Yeah. To the pack. The pack. To remembering all of that. To Maybe. wanting to do right by Danica, and mm-hmm. this woman never loves Danica truly, and like yeah. all of those things. I think that's more of what it is. Yeah. Because I was trying to figure out what the correct emotion was as to why she was reacting yeah. like that, but I think that's probably right. Because she doesn't even say like, 
she's not even mentioning like fear. It's mm-hmm. just like she starts shaking and trembling. So I think that's what it is. I think it's more of like a panic trigger. Yeah. In terms of her PTSD. Mm-hmm. But Sabine basically just asks, where's her sword? And yeah, like Bryce doesn't respond. And then she makes a very rude comment. And Hunt is not happy with that. Yeah. Um, but Bryce is like, no, please don't. Please, like, let's just leave. Let's walk away. Let's leave. She yeah. doesn't want to deal with it at all. And mm-hmm. he finally, oh, like, is okay with it and, like, scoops her up and flies her back to their apartment. Yeah. Um. So they're back in the apartment. She's brushing her teeth and Declan gives her a call. Mm-hmm. And he basically calls to say that he found something on the footage mm-hmm. and it's ridiculous. Yup. But so, but as she's starting to talk to him, Hunt with his super angel hearing mm-hmm. comes in from the next room. Well, she goes and knocks on his door. Oh, was that what it was? Mm-hmm. Oh, yep. And he answers shirtless. Mm-hmm. And holy gods, it is beautiful sight. We are in our happy place. It says she'd seen more than her fair share of cut beautiful male bodies, but Hunt Athelar blew them all away. Mm. Mm. Muscles upon muscles upon muscles. It says through an effort of will, she lifted her eyes and found a shit eating smirk on his face, which (laughs) I absolutely love so much that he's just like enjoying watching her check him out. I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So good. Um, so, but Declan tells them mm-hmm. and apparently he like honed in on the sound yep. since you can't actually see anything cause it was a blackout and he was actually listening to what the people were saying mm-hmm. and found out that that wasn't the audio for Luna's temple. No, he heard giggling from Fyro. Yes. Which is where the Fae are. Yes. And you're like, wait, what? So yeah. they were by like not even the right gate. Nope basically somebody switched the audio and basically made it look perfect yeah i guess i mean i know it's blacked out but almost there's like a little bit of imaging so they made the imaging almost match and then the volume of it matched exactly with where they cut out before yep somebody switched it out someone switched it out and he tracked you know basically like an ip address is what i'm thinking and it was subbing yep what the heck why would she switch out yes the video well and it might not be literally her but someone connected to her at minimum like a report of hers like it's somewhere in there yes why what why like she knows then she clearly knows so she knows something dan so i'm thinking danica knew something danica knew something maybe sabine was actually being a decent parent and tried to protect her maybe but then why but then what do they know why won't they tell anybody? It could help the investigation. And how did nobody pick this up two years ago? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> all the questions. All the questions. Oh, my god. And that's goodness. also the end of part two. Yeah. Which, like, we're entering a new third part, which is called The Canyon, which terrifies me ever so slightly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's it. Crazy. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, next week, we're doing chapters 38 through 43 and there's gonna be a lot of interesting sabine interactions coming up oh boy so get your get yourselves ready um but that's it what do you guys think yeah let us know and we'll talk next week bye bye
Thank you so much for listening to A Court of Fairies and Fangirls, a Sarah J. Mass fan podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe, and let us know what you think. Check out our Patreon for more ways to support and connect with us for as low as $1 a month. You can also find us on Instagram at, at fairies and fangirls. Jump in on the conversation, and we look forward to chatting with you more next week. Bye. Bye.